Welcome, I'm Cliff Hedges. This is Pastor Cliff's Notes. This is a podcast where we're studying the Bible. We're working our way through the book of Hebrews. Today is episode 904, and we're looking at Hebrews chapter 11, verses 23 to 28. Let's read our passage. By faith, Moses, after he was born, was hidden by his parents for three months because they saw that the child was beautiful, and they didn't fear the king's edict. By faith, Moses, when he had grown up, refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter and chose to suffer with the people of God rather than to enjoy the fleeting pleasure of sin. For he considered reproach for the sake of Christ to be greater wealth than the treasures of Egypt, since he was looking ahead to the reward. By faith, he left Egypt behind, not being afraid of the king's anger. For Moses persevered as one who sees him who is invisible. By faith, he instituted the Passover and the sprinkling of the blood, so that the destroyer of the firstborn might not touch the Israelites. This is the book of Hebrews. This is a letter, a written sermon, addressed to a group of Jewish Christians who were experiencing persecution, and they are tempted to fall away from Christianity, go back to Judaism. Author Hebrews is arguing that Christ is superior to anything they could be looking to go back to. Christ is superior to angels, superior to Moses, superior to the Old Testament priesthood. He is the new high priest, and he has a new covenant, a new way to relate with God. And the challenge is don't fall away from all this. Instead, persevere. Live by faith. Chapter 11 is the faith chapter. He's been highlighting heroes of the faith, the real-life examples of people who have lived by faith. We looked at Abel, Enoch, Noah, Abraham and Sarah, Isaac, Jacob, Joseph. And today we get to Moses. We pick it up in chapter 11, verse 23. By faith, Moses, after he was born, was hidden by his parents for three months because they saw that the child was beautiful and they didn't fear the king's edict. This is in Exodus chapter 2. The Hebrew people came to Egypt where Joseph had risen to prominence and protected his family and found favor with Pharaoh. And the people became quite prosperous and they grew and grew in number. And then as we read in the beginning of Exodus, they started to get a little too plentiful, too prosperous. And the king of Egypt, Pharaoh, took notice of this and started putting them down. And the result was putting them into forced labor. They became slave labor for Egypt. It was in this circumstance that Moses was born. They're still growing in number, and a lot of the Egyptians are afraid of this, so Pharaoh issues a command that any male Hebrew baby that is born is to be killed right then. Well, the midwives that are delivering babies God had prevented them from actually carrying out this command. They said it was because these hardy Hebrew women, they don't wait for the midwives, they go ahead and deliver the babies. And so the king issues a new command, will then take the babies and throw them in the river. And that's when Moses is born. And it specifically says that his parents saw that he was beautiful. And most people think it's something more than just hey, that's a cute baby, be ashamed to throw him in the river. Something was different about him. And 
they saw something was special about him. So they hid him out for three months until they couldn't hide him any longer. And then his mother puts him in a basket and puts him in the Nile River. And that's where Pharaoh's daughter finds him and immediately sees he is a cute baby and there's something special about him. So she keeps him as her own. It says here, by faith, he was hidden by his parents. So whose faith was this? This was the parents' faith. This wasn't the faith of Moses. This was the faith of Moses' parents. Then we continue in verse 24. By faith, Moses, when he had grown up, refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter and chose to suffer with the people of God rather than to enjoy the fleeting pleasure of sin. Well, still in Exodus chapter 2, Moses goes to visit the Hebrew people and sees the abuse that they are suffering. And he actually strikes down and kills the Egyptian who is abusing the fellow Hebrew, hides his body. We see here Moses' commitment to his fellow Hebrew people. But the other Hebrew people didn't see him as a leader to lead them to freedom. They instead, when he interjected himself in an argument between two of them. Well, you're going to kill us too? And that's where Moses then realizes he's in trouble. We don't have a whole lot of information about Moses prior to his leaving Egypt to go hide out in Midian. It's all in chapter 2 of Exodus. Stephen, who is murdered by the crowd in Acts chapter 7, gives this speech to the ruling people of Jerusalem, in which case he recounts the history of Israel. Part of it, he talks about Moses. And he says several things that aren't included in the Exodus account, but there was a lot of stories about Moses available. The Jewish historian Josephus has an incredible amount of information about Moses. We got to figure a good bit of it is true. It's not scripture, but it's still history. And Moses was such a hero of the Israelite people that there was a lot known about him. The historian Josephus says that Moses actually became a general of the army under Pharaoh and was quite effective. Although there was a lot of jealousy toward him by the Egyptian people and a lot of plots to get rid of him along the way. And Moses had intended to lead the people out of Egypt. We even read that in Stephen's speech in Acts 7.23. When he was 40 years old, he decided to visit his own people, the Israelites. When he saw one of them being mistreated, he came to his rescue and avenged the oppressed man by striking down the Egyptian. He assumed his people would understand that God would give them deliverance through him but they did not understand. So Stephen says that Moses had assumed that he was going to lead the people to freedom from the Egyptian oppression. And, and this is the background to what the author of Hebrews is saying here. He chose to identify with the Hebrew people rather than his privileged position in Egypt. Verse 26, For he considered reproach for the sake of Christ to be greater wealth than the treasures of Egypt, since he was looking ahead to the reward. There's a lot of confusion over this. We're we talking about Christ here. This is 1600 BC. It's a, a long ways off before we see Christ arrive on the scene. 
There are a couple of issues to consider here. One, he says, for the sake of Christ. Now, remember, Christ is the Greek word that means anointed one. And sometimes in the Old Testament, Israel is referred to as God's anointed one. In fact, one of the times when Moses is talking to Pharaoh, he refers to the Hebrews as God's anointed. So is he referring to the people of Israel here as anointed? Or is he referring to Jesus Christ? It's hard to say. You can make an argument either way for this. But I, I just put it down to, he's really talking about God's plan here. That Moses is God's plan right then. Christ is going to be God's plan later on. But it's the same plan. God's just got one plan. It's not that God keeps changing the plan. God's plan unfolds and we see different aspects of it as time goes on. But Moses is doing what he does because he would rather be part of God's plan and play out his part of the plan than to live a life of privilege in Egypt. Verse 27, by faith, he left Egypt behind, not being afraid of the king's anger. For Moses persevered as one who sees him who is invisible. Confusion on this verse also. What's he talking about here? He left Egypt behind, not being afraid of king's anger. Well, in Exodus 2.14, after the fellow Hebrews say, are you going to kill us like you did the Egyptian? He realizes cat's out of the bag and... He is afraid then. Specifically says he is afraid. But it doesn't say that's why he left Egypt for Midian. So, so what do we do with this? And is this verse actually referring to him fleeing Egypt to go to Midian? Or is it referring to him leaving Egypt with the Exodus? I really think it's the Midian thing. It just doesn't fit uh, to say this is the Exodus here. But... He does see himself as playing a role in God's plan. It says, as one who sees him who is invisible, because of that he persevered. So he left Egypt because of fear or because it wasn't God's time yet for him to take action and lead some kind of revolt. He doesn't know what God's got planned, but he realizes it's not God's timing for a revolt. So his option now is to. We know Moses is not a coward. He led the Egyptian army against the Ethiopians and was very successful. Verse 28, by faith he instituted the Passover and the sprinkling of blood so the destroyer of the firstborn might not touch the Israelites. This is the original Passover where the final judgment on Egypt was that the firstborn would be struck dead. And only those who observed the Passover meal and then took the blood of the animal and sprinkled it on the doorposts of their house would be passed over by the angel of death. And this was the final judgment of God, which caused Pharaoh to release the Hebrews. And Moses did all this by faith because he believed what God said and he trusted God that he would do what he said. So by faith, Moses' parents did something very dangerous. By faith, Moses had stepped out of his privileged role to identify with the Hebrews. By faith, he left Egypt because he was trying to follow God's 
plan and it wasn't God's timing for him to lead some kind of revolt. And by faith, he then followed God's plan in implementing the Passover so that the Hebrews would be spared the judgment of the death of the firstborn. So all this we're saying, you know, Moses is a hero of the faith. Moses is the biggest guy in the history of Israel. So all the Jewish people, they know about Moses. Moses is their hero. And so to show Moses as a man of faith, Moses lived by faith and all these aspects of Moses's life were all carried out by faith. He persevered by living out his faith. What is faith? Believing what God says and trusting that God will do it. Thanks for joining me. Join me again next time as we continue working through Hebrews.